Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Society doesn't want you to blame anything but yourself. It's a trait, not mental health. People out there is not going to understand you until you let them know. You definitely got to take into account your mental health. You have to tune into your own mind. What's going on? It's your main Casanova, another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. First, of course, every podcast, I want to thank everybody that has been rocking with me. Like I said, uh, I just found out we're number 19 of uh, in the world for best mental health, mental health podcast or health podcast. So it was some list that I popped up on again, which is great. Number 19, uh, you know, in top 20 of a list. I'm very happy for that. So, you know, I want to give you a round of applause for making that happen because at the end of the day, I'm just enjoying the ride. I feel very appreciative of it and I, I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. So what is this podcast about? So, just recently, about a few hours ago, um, what I'm going to try to keep doing is I'm going to try to do these podcasts regularly um, to be relevant because a lot of times I'll do podcasts ahead of time and things happen. Like, for example, uh, uh, Fresh and Fit podcast I did ahead of time and then come to find out what happened with them. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to try to do it. Plus, like I said, uh, starting probably uh, later this month or early October or the beginning of October, I will be going live on my radio network, the Culture Radio Network, live on Culture Podcast Radio on there, which is one of 20 stations that we have on the network. So definitely check it out. Okay, so back to what we talk about. So what just happened yesterday, Brother Plight. Now, if you don't know who Brother Plight is, Brother Plight is a black man that was a influencer. Um, he wrote many books on financial literacy, uh, on mental uplift. He's one of these black conscious brothers, uh, you know, a black man that goes out telling people consciousness and, and how black people could were learn, earn income and X, Y, Z, all this stuff, right? And recently, so last year, let me start from last year, he was, uh, there was some um, accusations. He was arrested for the, I guess, the rape or sexual battery or something, a 14-year-old girl. Uh, he said that he would be totally exonerated. There was no proof, all this stuff. And it kind of went quiet for a while. Um, it was the 14-year-old girl of a woman that he was dating. And uh, she says something happened. I won't, I'll get into a little bit more details a little later on. But, you know, something happened with him and the daughter, whatnot, whatnot. So it, it kind of went quiet for a while. He kept on his crusade, his crusade of blackness and, and, and black excellence and hanging out with celebrities and flashing money and being flashy and things like that. Right. So recently, yesterday, it found out that he took a plea deal. Now, he took a plea deal. Um, he has to pay about $25,000 in restitution. Uh, he has served seven years in jail and 10 years of probation uh, and won't be on the sex offender. Something he took some type of plea. So I want to be very fair and, and be very non-biased because as we know, uh, and, 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 and please listen to me, I'm not defending him in any way, but just listen to what I'm saying. We know here in America that black men have been accused of horrendous crimes that they didn't do, that they've been set up, 
They've been um, persecuted unfairly. And just because you've been convicted doesn't mean you did it. And just because you pled, you know, guilty, you took a plea deal, maybe you, you didn't do it because you felt guilty. You did it because it was a better situation for you because you was being set up or everything you was doing was, it, it, you know, it was just like, all right, they already got, uh, they doing a lot of shit and I may not get off. So let me do it. All right. So I put that out there. Now that's not my personal opinion, but what I'm saying is I'm putting that out there. So I don't want people to say, Dan, cash you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not burying nobody under the bus. You know what I'm saying? So cool. So I'm going to be very, very, uh, I'm going to go three routes. All right. I'm going to go two options that could have happened. And then the third, which probably happened. All right. Either one is not good for black men, period. But let's go right now. Let's go on the popular one says he was convicted that brother plight did it right. Well, the details are a little weird, but apparently the mother and the daughter had an argument. He was supposed to take the daughter down to the lobby of the hotel. Now, they're in Miami in a hotel. Now, I, at first, I, I, it, it sounded weird. They're in a Miami, hotel in Miami. The daughter and the mother have an argument about something. He, he's supposed to take the daughter down to the lobby, but they wind up going out to the club doing some underage drinking. Then they went up at another club. Stuff happened between them. The daughter had some bruises. And apparently uh, a sexual encounter happened. The daughter told the mother his DNA was found on the girl. And boom. Now, because it was a plea deal, we won't really get the details of everything. You know, you get what comes out, you get statements, but you won't get like the details of what really happened. You know what I'm saying? Like if it was like a, you know, a whole jury trial, you know, you'll be able to read the actual allegations, everything in the discovery, you know, you get to read all that stuff. But right now it's just the police report and things like that. And it all seems kind of weird, right? So let's go with he did it. Right. One. As a black man, it is dangerous for you to date a woman with a daughter, especially a daughter of of age of sexual activity. Now, 14 years old, there are a lot of these young girls out here doing their thing. A lot of these 14 year old girls are sometimes more developed than the uh, than the mothers at that point whether you call it chemicals or whatnot. So now you're opening yourself to temptation. Now, no real man should be attracted to a 14-year-old regardless of how she looks. But you want to avoid all situations where you are put, you put yourself in a compromising situation. You with the mother, you have this 14-year-old daughter that's probably a good-looking daughter, or what now, even whether she's not, whatever. And you are putting yourself in spaces that open you up for possible misinterpretation, mispresentation, and just a whole shitload of bad situations, right? Um, for one, I don't think a man should ever date a woman with kids with a daughter on that and, and, and expose yourself to being 
accused of stuff because you're alone with a 14 year old girl a woman a young woman that may be sexually active or maybe in her prime of getting there whatnot and you're there you're a guy that is a intelligent leader you know people look up to you because of your knowledge women in general love older men love men that are speaking that knowledge shit like that the conscious community and now your friend is very influential 14 year old girl that her mama's fucking and you expose her to adult shit you go take her to the club you she's drinking all these things that's just wrong because see this is what happens Regardless of what the mother and the daughter are doing to okay your behavior, you will always go down for it. Look at R. Kelly. Perfect example of everybody around him enabled him to do what he did. But in the end, he's the one in jail right now. So I am not excusing Brother Plight or R. Kelly, any man for what they do. Don't get me wrong. But. I am saying that enablers around you will enable you until it's not to their satisfaction no more. And you are the one that's going to look as the demon and go down. So you're just wrong for that. I don't care if she was the coolest 14 year old. The mother was aboard with it. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, some of these conscious brothers got this, these ideas of how a woman, when she becomes a woman, when she gets a period, all this stuff. But at the end of the day, what conscious brothers don't understand, what these religious brothers don't understand is that you're not in a country where that stuff is okay. Regardless of your religion, how you want to live. If you're in India, that's fine. In India, they're married off girls 10, 11, 12 years old. And that is custom over there some African nations and all that stuff. But you're in America where the legal age of consent for a grown man to have sex with is from 17 to 18, 16 in some places, depending on whatever. But what I'm saying is at the end of the day, you have to recognize the land you live in. See, the problem with a lot of religious and, and, and conscious people is that they feel that their consciousness and their religion supersedes the law and that, and that it defends them. And at the end of the day, Unless somebody is telling you right out, you can't practice your religion of believing in the Lord. The, 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 the religion is not based on if you can marry and fuck a little 14 year old. That's not the basis of the religion. At the end of the day, it may be something you may not like, something that you say is not right. But if you live in this country, you got to abide by the laws of this country. You know. Brother Play, you out there meeting, he was meeting a whole bunch of women doing thing. You could have four or five women that could have been your hurlum, as they say, and, and start your own cult to have a good day instead of trying to groom a 14-year-old, whether the mother was involved or not, right? This one, I think we're going if he's guilty, right? If I believe so, right? And so at the end of the day, you did all of that with this 14-year-old. Put yourselves in bad positions. Now, I wasn't there, but... The question is, how did your DNA, how did his DNA get on this girl? Now, there's, see, as a man, there's no way I'm ejaculating unless something's going on. Like, let's be honest. It's not like men are naturally dripping ejac ejaculation normally in life. So, regardless of anything that happened, why is that there? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not nothing in any way that should have been present by chance. You know, nothing. You know what I'm saying? So 
Now, extreme situations, yes, I've seen movies where, you know, girls taking condoms uh, you know, out the garbage and stuff, I, you know, those movies. But let's be honest, I don't think these people have the the knowledge or the or the uh, extent of ability to go that far to frame you. So you're just wrong. Um, to be around this 14 year old girl and expose her to things, it is a form of grooming. You did groom her. You talked all of that about the black people and all that. Now, Brother of Plight has a history of defending pedophiles, Dr. Yorkie and, and other people he defended that are either doing time in jail or pleaded or took plea deals because they were fucking young girls. It seems to be a theme with these conscious black men on dating and fucking these little young girls. It's like the church. It happens in the church as well. Like these black men with power that have knowledge behind them, they don't choose the older women or the 18, 19 year olds. They choose the little 14, 15, 16 year olds to be smashing. See, I disagree when somebody says that an older man will not date a younger woman, only date a young woman to manipulate her. I don't believe that. I believe if an older man is like 30 and he meets the 18 year old, that's legal. That 18 year old is going to be attracted to that older man and they could grow together. I don't think it's like I'm grooming her and stuff like that. It may be some aspects of like, you know, she could learn, we can grow together, things like that. But I don't think it's a, I'm grooming her. But if you are a grown ass man, date trying to bane a 14, 15 year old. Yes, you are grooming her because at that age, she's looking at your knowledge and you're using it on purpose because you know that this can't be a actual relationship. Sometimes it's a tent. You're not dating this woman for, I just love this girl. I want to grow with her. I want to make her my queen. So boom, no, you're grooming her to fuck her and you're using your knowledge and your age and your, and, and your life experience to influence her that she's attracted to you so you can fuck her. See, that's the problem. Brother Plight was, he's hes this guy that's on net. He's all this knowledge and financial, all this shit. I, I've always be like, yo, whatever. You too flashy for a dude that's black conscious. You know, you flashing up money, Versace clothes, the cars you and all that. But you are a brother of God and a brother of consciousness. But at the end of the day, you up there in the club partying, doing all this shit. You know what I'm saying? All these women you have, but then you wanted to groom this little girl. So regardless of everything, the evidence is that she's 14. Her, his DNA was on her, her clothes. He was taking her out to clubs. She was drinking alcohol. I believe this is all stuff that was actually proven. That's just facts. So I'm not trying to set the brother up. So it's just all a bad situation. Whether I don't care about the details, right? The, the, the details... I don't even care about the the that night and what, but all of that stuff is just you're wrong. That's some pedophilia shit. You're grooming a fourteen. That those are things that should not be associated with you and a fourteen year old. Anyway, you a fourteen year old alcohol shouldn't be. You a fourteen year old and your sperm or her junk. That those things that just not should be together. So you're wrong. I am glad that you, you know. No, I'm not saying personal opinion. Let me stop. So let's go to the next one. The next one is if he's innocent, right? Uh, this is a hard one, but I'm going to try it. 
Because to fairness, you dated a mother with a 14-year-old girl. She, the mother, you was infatuated with you because you are a smart, conscious brother. You preached, uh, you know, you preached that uh, feminism, the woman is goddess, and you've preached all that to her. She loved it. Her daughter, she, her daughter being a that mother, a daughter influence, a mother influence her daughter. Her daughter started to be infatuated with you as well. You know, the mother, uh, was okay with the daughter being in factory with you and working with you and being around you to learn and knowledge a lot. What people tend to do as the ultimate sacrifice is to give their children to a person. A lot of these, uh, leaders, uh, women are offering their daughters to them. You, you didn't do it because you was just more of educating her and, and and you try to uplift and educate the daughter. You try to be there for her uh, as a mentor, as a pseudo father figure because of the nature of your relationship with the mother. And you did everything you can. But there was a point where the daughter got jealous, wanted you all for herself, framed you um, maybe by... Um, after you had sex with your mother one time, with the mother one time, went and got the condom, maybe took uh, one time off the bed in the hotel room, the DNA that you may have left after you had sexual encounters and put on herself, fabricated this lie because she felt some way about you, exaggerated the facts to her mother, which turned the mother against you. And now you're framed because at the end of the day, you're a black conscious man that was empowering your black people. And that's what happens. They get mad and jealous. I'm sorry. That shit sounds like bullshit to me. I'm sorry. I, I mean, let's be real. I, I mean, I, I'm trying here to be fair and non-biased, but it's just. Now, could that have happened? Let's be real. Yes. A lot of bullshit could have happened. Like, don't get me wrong. That could have happened. It could have happened. And Brother Plight is totally innocent. And the only way he took the, the only reason he took the plea deal was because at the end of the day, he knew that this court system will never give him a fair trial. The evidence was so well planted that it would be hard to explain. And nobody will explain these exaggerated, these really far-fetched situations. So, brother Plight, you was framed. So, I, I, but it just, I'm not saying that it couldn't happen that way. Not at all. But it still seems so out there, right? That... Like, it, it hurts my brain to try to wrap around that idea of that's how it happened. Um, you know, the girl was very mature for her age. So you felt like, you know, you can go out and expose her to things that other 14 year shouldn't be. But she was mature enough to do it. The mother encouraged it. I mean... There is no way I could look at the, that that scenario and really say you did nothing wrong. 
Like taking a 14 year old out to get alcohol. <sighs> Where in the world was that okay? <sighs> Just very difficult. Very difficult. Um, I'm even hurting my brain right now trying to think about it. It just is so difficult to, to fathom that that's how the scenario went. Now let's go to the more likely scenario that happened. The middle, the third one. Everybody wrong. Let's just put it like that. First, you have a mother that has a daughter. She's a single mother because I haven't heard anything about the father in this. So let's just assume she's a single mother and the father is not involved, right? You allowed for a single, this man to be around your 14 year old daughter. See, this is what a lot of young mothers do because they want to pursue love. They find a man, they move a man in, they, they, they allow a man access to the children and they, because they want love so bad, they want to be with somebody so bad that they just jump into an opportunity with a man that they don't even know like that. Like, I'm sorry, if I'm a woman, I have kids. It's going to be a few years before we get to that comfortability with my kids. At least a, a year or two that we're dating, we're seeing each other before we get to that comfortability where, I mean, I'm introducing to my kids and have you around my kids. I mean, shit, I'm definitely not going to move you in within no time soon. But these mothers do it. I know mothers that move men in a few months after knowing them. They're, the man is spending that at their house a few weeks after they know him, fucking her in the room with the kids upstairs. They move the dude in. I know those situations so well. And it's like, are you serious? Oh, but he's a good guy and he, you know, they looking for love and all that, but they don't care because at the end of the day, oh my God, you know, I'm in love. So I'm going to do me. They don't give a fuck about their kids, about their well-being of their kids. You know what I'm saying? And then it's worse when the father's involved. If the father's involved, now you got this kid living with this man that ain't his father while the father's there. Like that's a, wow, that's crazy. But anyway, so now you got brother plight. That's on this Afronism, like the black man is God, the black woman is queen, the queen goddess. And, you know, kids are not kids anymore. They have to learn what they have to learn. He's already defended pedophilia of men out there that was his mentors, his teachers. He has this sick African ancient woman is a woman when she gets a period type idea. And now you date this woman that is of course, uh, 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 smithing by you. And now she has a 14 year old daughter that she allowed you access to. And instead of you saying, you know, my focus is on the mother because at the end of the day, that's who I'm with. My focus is, is to be more of a mentor and a leader to her daughter, not to be her father, but to be somebody that she looks up to and can learn from. Instead of doing that, you took advantage of the situation and you, started messing with the daughter, implanting these words and images and knowledge into her head that made her like you. And you took advantage of that. The mother was stupid because at the end of the day, she allowed her daughter to have access to a grown ass man that is that got her smitten. So what did you think your daughter would do at 14 with less, less knowledge than you? How you think she would be around this guy? And at the end of the day, your daughter had more sense than you because she said, mommy, this guy did stuff that wasn't right. 
you know, when the mother, I heard a, 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 a clip of the mother, what she said in court, right? Now, I'm not going on her story, but she says some things I'm interested, which is so weird that there was times he brought the daughter back with bruises and, and, and I mean, just craziness. And it's like you, the first sign of something as a parent, you should protect your child. Like I personally, and somebody said something that I find quite interesting and I, I'm going back and forth on it. A man that will date a woman with children is either a pedophile or a simp. There was a book written a few years ago about how to be a pedophile. And they said the number one thing to do as a pedophile is to date a single mother with children. Because why would a man of any value or level actively pursue a woman that has kids already? Now, I'm not saying that a man can't date a woman with kids. That every, you know, if you're a grown man, you've been through a few divorce, you've been through a divorce and you have kids and you have a mother that's been through the same thing and you find each other at a certain age. And, you know, I, I don't think that's bad. But if you are a, a man that is of influence and money out here in the world and you and you are looking for a queen to build a kingdom with, why would you date a, a mother with child? Especially a 14 year old girl like. Now, I'm not saying that it can't happen. There's always exceptions, but it's like, Why? You know, and brother Plight, if you have, if if he had this desire to to of many women, dude, get a woman, be poly at three or four women. But you dating a, a woman with kids, moving in with her, that stuff is sick stuff to me. Any, and this is my person, any man that dates a woman with kids and moves in with her and her kids, that's sick to me. No man has has should ever be in a position in his life where he feels he needs to move in with the kids. You move into my space because I'm the man. You move into my, but you're going to move in with me and my kids. Like to me, there is no either you're a simp or you are a pedo, because what is the point of you doing that? Like dating, having sex, whatever. But if you like pursuing a relationship and move in with her. That's sick. I know of situations like that. And there is nothing on earth that tells me that's right. That a man for on the for a woman to move a man in, that's not her baby daddy. Or to move in a brand new man, you got kids. Or for a man to think it's okay to move in. For one, you're just putting yourself a liability as a man. This is not your kids. This is not your place. And you're moving into her situation. Like to me. Like you, like there is no excuse for a man to do that. None at all. Like what makes you think is a good idea to move in with this single mother with her children? Like, I don't care if, because obviously you don't have money because if you had money, that wouldn't be your first option. Yo, I get paid a lot of money. So yo, let me move in with her. No, you're going to get your own place. And then when you get to a point, yo, y'all move in with me. 
Because see, that's what a man does. If if if, if he's truly like a good a, a a real man, like yo, I love you, I love your kids, I want to take care of y'all. I'm gonna get established, and then you're moving with me. Now this is my family. But if you move in with a woman, you move into her place with her kids. You're sick. I'm sorry. That's some pedophilia. Like, like seriously, there's no excuse for it. I don't care what woman to tell me, oh, this and that. No, if a man ha if a man was of a certain age, has his shit together, there's no way in hell he's moving in with you. I don't care if he's helping you with bills or none of that shit. He shouldn't move in with you. Never. A woman should never move a man into her place. So let's say she don't. Let's move on from that. A woman should never give a man access to her children, especially her daughters. Her daughters. If you have a daughter, that man should never have access to that girl. Think about it. That girl's at that age where she's developing. She got a period. She needs her privacy. And you got this stranger roaming around your house. You got this stranger in your room banging your back out. And he get up to go to the bathroom. And your daughter's standing there with her little titties because she's 14 developing looking at her. Are you fucking serious? Your mom, you hear your mama's getting her, her back banged out in the next room by this man. This impressionable 14-year-old girl. And don't get me wrong. In my day, I've been through it. And I feel bad about that. But, you know, as a man, I'm fucking this mother and the kids are in the next room. What type of shit is that? And don't get me wrong. I, I've been there myself. And I look back on it and reflect and say, you know, I was a young man and I did things. And I look back and say, damn, that's fucked up. Because as a man, I should be more wary of my environment than a woman. A woman is just accepted because she wants love. She wants attention because of how she feels. But as a man, we understand that that shit ain't right. I'm not going to allow myself to be in anywhere, have access to anything that's not of positive value in my life when it comes to my relationship. I'm going to have respect for the mother and stay distance from the kids because I am not their father. And until I'm ready to take that position, then I step in. But most of these men out here that these women are marrying that, that have kids are simps because these guys just want pussy and are so happy to get a girl. So they're just doing whatever they can to just get a girl. That's why I say they simps or a pedo. Because see, a pedo is like, yo, I could be around these kids easy because of the mother. I could groom these kids. Because a real man's going to have his own shit. How it should be, if I, if you don't want to say you're a sip or a pedo, is that you a man that have kids, you've been married, but you have your own house, your own place, you establish your career, you meet a woman that has kids as well, you date for a while, you meet her kids, how you doing, blah, 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 but you date for a while, but then when you decide like, yo, I want to make her family my family, you ask her to marry you, you get engaged, you get to know the kids, and then upon getting married, you're moving together. Because now as a man, you are telling her, I am ready to be a father to your children and take care of you and the kids. And I could do this. That's not a simple. That's a man that sees your value that does it right. But yo, women, you meet a nigga one week and then the next month, that nigga in the crib. 
You meet a man one day and then he's in the crib. You meet a woman with single kids one day and then you're in the crib trying to bang her in front of her kids. All of them wrong. So that's probably the, the best case scenario. All of them wrong. You had this little 14 year old hot head little girl that, yo, know, like the brother play, ooh, ooh, ooh. Or she, or let's be honest, maybe she is the victim. Maybe she was like, mommy, I don't like this. Mommy, I don't like your boyfriend. And the mother was pushing the boyfriend on her. And she was just doing things just because like, oh, cool. Or just like kids, like, oh, this guy's taking me to the club. This guy's famous. This guy's taking me to the club. He's making me drink. And she likes that. But then when it got to the adult shit, it's like, oh, no. So regardless, I think everybody's wrong. I think everybody was getting what they wanted to get until it got too serious. Then everybody want to cry and complain. But see, the problem with those scenarios is that most black men are going to take the fall. Rightfully so, though. Don't get me wrong, because you put yourself in that position, brother. Whether the daughter was on board or the mother was, it does not matter as a man, as an enlightened man. You should have just said, nah, I'm not with this right here. If you so horny that you want so much pussy, you brother plight, you an influencer. You could have had three or four women that was your queens and been having orgies every night. Because you brother plight, you're an influencer. You could have popped all that Afronism, black queen, building the kingdom shit to a lot of girls and they would have fucked with it. But no, instead of you doing that, you did whatever with a little 14-year-old girl. So I'm not negating anything he did. I gave you three scenarios. The last one is most likely, but regardless, he is still the one that's going to go down for it. I don't defend R. Kelly or Bill Cosby. I just say the irony of their stories. Because at the end of the day, they allowed that shit to happen. Like, if you want pussy because who you are, you got four or five chicks a night fucking you. Having a good time. But that wasn't enough. It's like these sick people in church. You the head pastor? Yo, the young girl, get the little 18, 19, 20 years, at least they're illegal, but you want to go after the little 14, 15, 16 year olds. That's some sick shit. You know, yes, the penalty is greater for black men when we do shit like that than our white counterparts. Exactly, yes. But it doesn't make the fact that you still did the stick sick shit. So I'm not going to sit here. I think the dumbest argument is when people sit down, well, if it's a white guy and a black guy that do the same crime, the black guy gets more than the white guy. That's unfair. What's unfair is that they doing crime in the first place. At that point, what, where, where, who the fuck cares about fair? If you doing shit illegal and you know you doing shit illegal, I don't care what you get. If you out there selling drugs, you get caught. I don't care. I care about those cases that you got framed. I care about those cases that they're charging you with a crime that they don't charge others with because of your race. That is unfair. I, I care about you getting pulled over on bullshit charges that they don't usually pull nobody over for or they don't put nobody in jail for. But for you, they're doing that. So, so yes. Those are the ones I care about. But 
two niggas that murdered each other, rapists, oh, he got more. I don't give a fuck what a rapist get. I'm not going to sit here and compare his sentence and try to say, oh, the fa his fairness. Fuck his fairness. He wasn't being fair when he was grooming a little 14-year-old girl, when he was raping somebody, when he was killing somebody. I don't give a flying rat's ass. Yeah, R. Kelly did whatever, but yo, nobody told you to fuck a 14-year-old on camera. Bill, Co Bill Cosby, even if it was the coolness back then, you didn't have to do it. Like, see, this is the thing. It's like, there's choices. And sometimes, regardless of your circumstances and situation, you can make a better choice. Brother Plight did not make a better choice. He had the mother, but it couldn't stop there with him. Now, I'm not here to bash him because he took a plea deal. He probably thought that was the best situation for him. And to be honest, it probably was. He only got seven years in jail and 10 years probation. He's going to come out and he's going to say, I was framed. Uh, this happened to me, blah, blah, blah. Because he doesn't even have to register as a sex offender, according to the thing. I think. If I'm wrong... You know, you can quote me. But he's going to come out. He's going to talk that yin yang, how he's innocent, didn't do anything, that because he was educating and, and uplifting his black brothers, that the system got him, the matrix got him. And you know what? I believe in all that shit. I believe of secret organizations. I believe in backdoor deals. I believe in all that shit's happening. But see, this is the thing. There's a lot of situations that we don't have to put ourselves into, that we don't have to be exposed to, that we can avoid. The Matrix, the white man, the Illuminati could put a door right in front of you and put a million dollars in front of that door and say, you open the door, there's more money. Regardless of your economic situation, you're desperate, you don't have to walk through that door. See, evil doesn't make you do shit. They just give you the option to do shit. Because that's not how evil works. They set it up in their favor for you to do wrong. But you can also, you could always choose something different. You could always choose something different. See, and that's the problem I have with Brother Plight and all these black men. And you may say, well, you defended R. Kelly and this. And I defended the, the irony of their cases. I defended the fact that what they, you know, oh, it's 40 years, 60 years later, and I remember this. Oh, you did this, but everybody around knew and enabled it. It's the irony of it. But it doesn't take the personal responsibility of those black men. Brother Plight should have been knowledgeable enough to know that it's not right for me to be around this young lady and expose her to these things. Not because, uh, you know, you know, I believe it. It's just because it's the law and where you live. How can you educate people from behind bars? 
How can you educate and uplift when now you're a criminal? Now you're a felon. Where's your credibility now? Because I can't look at you and say, yo, you're a credible black man when you've done dumb shit. Obvious dumb shit. You have money and access to women all day long, but you choose to engage in any formal way with this girl that you was dating her mother. Like, I stay away from people's kids. Let me tell you, I was a social worker for over three years. I worked at, I worked for the state for a youth program for about seven, eight years. And I can tell you one thing. I've been in very uncomfortable situations with young ladies. I've never, I've always uh, never been alone with them. I practice that all the time. And even with my practices, some shit always happens. I'll give you a perfect example. I was working with this young lady. Uh, uh, one of the programs I was in was giving services, monetary services, bus passes, things like that to help people out with their careers, stuff like that. The mother and the daughter were mad at me because legally I couldn't give any anything else. You know, you know, it's a, it's a cutoff. Like you can give so much, then you have to wait to either the next month or that account with the, the monies is just exhausted. You know, whatever. I don't know the details, but I couldn't give more. I just couldn't legally per the program. I couldn't. I couldn't ask for nothing I could do. They got mad and upset at me. Right. Cursed me out. All right, cool. Went to my boss and told him what was going on. I feel very uncomfortable with them. Oh, just work with them from a distance, blah, blah, blah. I was like, you know, fine. But I'm not putting myself at risk. One day I get a call from my boss. I'm sitting in the office. The girl, oh, she called. You know, they called her to follow up on myself because I was saying I'm uncomfortable. And the girl, the girl said, well, you know, I feel very uncomfortable around him. I feel sexually harassed. I'm like, what? I was like, wow. I was like, what did she say I did or do? She's well, it was interesting. She was like, nothing. You know, I was like, did I say something to her that made her feel uncomfortable? Or I don't think it was sexual harassment, but she said she felt very uncomfortable with me. So I'm like, okay, this is some bullshit, but let me ask. I was like, what did I say to her? Because I document all my conversations. And when she was around, other people were around. So, you know. Did I say or do anything? No, he, the, my boss at the time was like, no. I was like, then what happened? You know? Did she felt touched her or something? She's like, no, no, nothing like that. She just said your eyes looked like you wanted her and was seducing her. I was like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, she just felt that her eyes, your eyes were seducing her and wanted her and it made her feel uncomfortable. I was like, my eyes? She's like, yeah. I'm sitting in my boss's office talking about my eyes, how they made her feel uncomfortable. See, because what happens, and all men know this, when a woman doesn't get what she wants because how she feels, she will go to pound town telling that story. Because she knew I had, she had nothing on me. She couldn't lie about any allegations or anything like that because somebody was always around. I documented everything. 
She went to something that couldn't be proved nor understood, but made her the victim. So maybe she can get some extra services. I feel uncomfortable. Why do you feel uncomfortable? Well, uh, his eyes. Because if you said anything else, it would be disproven quickly. But you said something that's not, but you still get sympathy because you're a woman. See, I'm not saying that this is the daughter, but maybe it could have been a situation like Plight didn't give her what she wanted. Maybe a relationship, maybe more closeness, maybe uh, attention that night. I don't know. But as soon as it was uncomfortable to her, for some reason, she went to the mother and complained. Now, the mother wasn't hurt. I don't think the mother was hurt because you're doing this to my daughter. No, the mother was hurt because he chose the daughter over her. You know how black women got this rivalry between each other, black daughters and black mothers. They fight for the same man. They in the same club. You got the 50-year-olds in the clubs with the 20-year-olds. There was history of this man being a pedophile, defending pedophiles. You started dating this man, knowing all this stuff was on the net, easy access. You believed him. You started dating him. You let him around your daughter. But then the minute that something happens, now you're hurt. Are you hurt because you your daughter's hurt or because she he was with your daughter in some capacity, gave her some attention? Because as a mother, the first sign of anything... I'm protective of my kids. So I'm going to research this man, question everything he said, especially when it has to do with children. If I'm dating him, he does one. The first thing that I say is not right with my, my daughter. He's gone. That's a mother. Not, oh, you know, oh, don't say nothing. He's like, all right, I won't say no. She probably got mad because at the end of the day, your daughter took your man in some way, did some shit with your man, was getting attention with your man. Because before you ain't do nothing, but now when it got too serious and your daughter went and actually complained to you and told you stuff, now you say, I got to be a mother. Because before you turned a blind eye to a lot of shit, because it don't happen overnight. Don't, don't tell me it was one incident in the hotel, that was it. There was a whole bunch of shit that was going on before that you ignored. But when that happened, that final thing, you wasn't concerned about your daughter. You was mad because the man you love was infatuated with picked her. And you're going from a place of hurt, not from a place of real, like, I want to protect my daughter. Because if that was it, you would have been protected your daughter. Flight, brother, plight ain't shit. At the end of the day, you sat there and you dated this woman with this 14-year-old girl and you groomed this little girl, exposed her to shit. No matter even if it was the best intentions of the world, you're still wrong. You live in a country where the legal age of consent is 16 and some states 17. So at the end of the day, your ass is wrong. You deserve, you are where you deserve to be. The mother, at the end of the day, it's not going to, she ain't learned her lesson because after this is going to be another dude. She ain't learned her lesson. She's hurt because you chose the girl. She loved you. And that little girl, like I said, I don't know. She could have been the, just the innocent of the innocent. Or she could have been manipulative as well. Who knows? But since she's a child in our country, that rules out any responsibility on her. So I'm not even going to speak about that. She could have been the best kid in the world or the worst kid in the world. It don't matter because she's not liable. You know what I'm saying? 
we could sit here and, and I bet you, oh, this girl could have, yeah, we could, we could. But at the end of the day, she's a young girl and we don't know what was going through her head. But these two grown ass people, they both wrong. Just one went to jail. But we in America, so as a black man, plight, you're going to jail. She's going to be seen as the victim, the, 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 the courageous mother that stood up to you. And she's going to be able to cake and profit off of that. And you're in jail. That's how it works. Because black men are not seen as victims. Black men are not seen as like, damn, you know, I, I didn't do this alone. No, you did it by yourself. America views you as the mastermind pedophile that did it on your own. Regardless of what the mother did to enable it, it don't matter because at the end of the day, it is on you, brother. And see, that's the problem with woke black people that don't understand that regardless of how America sees you, regardless of the, of the obstacles in front of you, you still are seen as a criminal or somebody that is like Likely to do criminal activity. So when something comes up, you are the fall guy because you fit the, the rap sheet of what that crime is. It makes sense that you was a pedophile grooming this girl, did something bad. Poor mother, you go to jail, regardless of whether you and the mother enable it, it does not matter. And that's the burden of being not only just a black man, but a man in America. You are the one that will be seen as the criminal and you take the responsibility regardless of what the mother did. The mother could fucking have a child and leave the child at a fireplace, at a fire station and nothing happens. A mother could freaking abort the baby and nothing happens. There's no consequences at all. But when you do it, there's consequences for you. Look how many of these, these teachers out here fucking their students in, in high school right now. What are these teachers getting? What, a, a, a year in, 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 in you know rehab, a year in prison, probation? They're getting light sentences because at the end of the day, it's about a man. As a man, you take the responsibility of anything you do criminal. You take the full law. A woman is understood. Oh, you know, the guys wanted it. The guys need it, but we're in a time of sexual liberation for women and young girls could choose their own sex, but you can't, they can't choose who they fuck with. But a young man, you can fuck a whole bunch of women or be raped, but at the end of the day, you're a man. See, there's double standards. And if you don't live by those double standards, then you're going to lose. Brother Plight, whether he was right or wrong, it doesn't matter. He's a black man. And the burden of proof of innocent is on him to prove himself innocent. And even if he proved himself innocent, it still wouldn't go over well. Because at the end of the day, you put yourself in a bad position. And now you're rope, uh, reaping the, 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 the consequences of that bad decision. I'm sorry. That's the reality of a black man in America. Do I believe that it was totally on him and the mother had nothing to do with it? I don't believe that at all. I don't. I really don't. But it doesn't matter. It has. It does not matter because, see, self-control is everything here. Whether the mother was with that life or not, you could have said, as a man, I can't do nothing with her. If you, I'm just going with this narrative of believing that type of lifestyle. I can't do nothing with her until she turns of legal age. If that's the sick type of shit y'all want, mother and daughter both being pregnant, whatever, that's your life. But you could have said, I'm not doing nothing with this young girl until she's 18. 
because that's the legal age of consent in the country I'm in. So I'm not going to do anything with her. I'm not going to violate her. I'm not going to expose her to old things. I'm not going to groom her. I'm just going to be here, be there for your mother, be a mentor to her. And at 18, 17, whatever the legal thing in your state is, if she decides that this is what we're going to do, then that's what we do. Because now she's old enough to, to decide that. See, that's how you should have handled it. If that's how you roll. But no, you just had to do some shit. Be in a compromising situation with this little 14-year-old. So you know what? I don't feel sorry for Brother Plight. You are where you need to be. Point blank. And anybody that thinks I'm wrong, that's your opinion. That's fine. But he deserves where he needs to be. There's going to be a lot of tragic shit happen with that mother and that child, unfortunately. And they all played a part in it. And at the end of the day, but as the black man, you get the money. You have to understand that. And rightfully so. So I'm not saying you're trying to defend him. I'm just saying that's just the reality. Nobody wants to play in reality no more. Everybody wants to play in fantasy land. Reality is that there's a target on your back as a man, especially a black man. But you want to go around in life thinking that you're in a place that don't nobody care. You want to live your life as if you are earning. Now, I talked about not living as a black man. So don't get me wrong. I want to live as a man and enjoy my life and do the things I want to do and not have my race and my color dictate how I live life. But when you do bullshit like that with kids and all of that, then yes, you are seen through the lens of a black man. You're not going to cosplay and they beating your ass because you black. You're not, you know, just trying to live your best life. And, you know, you could do all that. But once you start doing this criminal shit or shit that's not against the law, then your blackness plays into it. Then you being black pay, plays into the consequences. Because the thing is, you won't have to worry about the consequences if you wasn't doing the bad shit. If you're not selling drugs, then you don't have to worry about prison reform. If you're not out there raping and killing, then you won't have to worry about the court system being unfair to you. You don't give them a chance to be unfair. See, bad shit happens in life. Whether you are, uh, whether you're black or white, bad shit happens to everybody. Bad shit may happen to you just because you're black, but bad shit is going to happen regardless. It's like hate crime. Like, I don't care whether you hate me because of the color of my skin or you just hate me as a person. You still hate me. It's irrelevant why you hate me. So that's stupid. A hate crime. Well, if you did it because he's because you hate black people, that's more time. But if you did it because you just don't like that person, oh, that's less time. The stupid thinking is all hate crime. You did it because you don't like this person. It doesn't matter why you don't like this person. You have hate in your heart to do shit like that. It don't matter why you have hate in your heart. You hate this person to do that. So why does it matter the reasoning? That's that feeling shit. Oh, I felt like because he was black, I had to kill him. Oh, you're horrible. Well, I felt like because he stepped on my lawn and he did things, I had to kill him. Oh, I understand your frustration. No, you killed a man. You raped the chick. You did all this bullshit. It don't matter does not matter why you did it unless it's self-defense. That's the only reason it matters. Why did you kill this person? 
yo, they were trying to kill me and I didn't want to die. That's the only excuse you should have for killing somebody. Everything is, I don't care why you did it. You think that person's in heaven like, oh, well, they, at least they didn't kill me because I'm racist. Because, you know, they're racist. That feels better. No. Brother Plight, he exposed himself to a situation that was bad and did shit that was questionable. Because a lot of that shit, there's no reason why there's sperm on it. There's, there's, there's no reason why you're taking it out and to the lobby. You wind up in another whole thing. All this bullshit. Now, I may not have all the details. It probably The details are probably worse, to be honest. But we'll never know. He'll never speak his part because at the end of the day, there was no trial. He plea deal. And maybe it was the smartest decision for him. And maybe he didn't thinking and feeling he was really innocent. And that's cool, too. But at the end of the day, you have to understand that he put himself in a bad position. And you got to be wary of these woke black people out here talking all this shit about how they you could build wealth and the blackness, all that shit. They all phony. They all bullshit. Because if you felt that way, your ass to take your ass to Africa, to the motherland. Why stay in America when they don't want, when you think they don't want you, they're trying to hinder you financially. Take your ass and go to Africa. Don't just do a fucking trip there and YouTube it showing that, oh, I visit the motherland. Look at my YouTube video. No, Go live there, invest there, and live there. As half of the shit you have to deal with in America, you won't deal there. But I guarantee you're going to find a lot of other problems that you have to deal with that you don't deal with here. here. Somebody's going to be beating your ass or not liking you or doing some shit to you. And, ain't, and you can't say because I'm black because everybody black there. So then what's the excuse? People innately do fucked up shit to each other. And the reason behind it does not matter because the actions are still the same. Brother Plight, he put himself in a bad position. That mother was not uh, protecting her child. And that child could have, not saying that she did, but she could have been a little hothead that was running with it because she enjoyed the intention she was getting. They are all wrong in some way. All of them are wrong. But less wrong is on the child because she's a child and the mother because she's a woman. So it all falls on Plight. See, brother, the same system you was trying to tell people how to beat and win and you could do this. It's the same system got your ass because your ass was slipping. All right, people. I appreciate y'all uh, tuning into Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. You can go to my page, castonwilliams.com. Check out everything I'm doing. Uh, you can go to uh, blackmensmentalhealth.com and check out this podcast. Yo, go download the Culture Radio Network available worldwide on all apps, Google, iTunes, all of them, and it's worldwide. So definitely check it out. We got some new stations, and we're always constantly growing and improving. So check it out. Until next time.